No content warnings this week. Uh, there's going to be some yelling and some swearing, but that's pretty normal, right? Yes. Uh, this is a podcast recorded in a house with animals. Hound of which is trying to climb in my lap. And I expect a cat to come try to climb on my keyboard at any time now. Yes. Um, I, I was doing an interview, I want to say, the, the last interview I did uh, where the cat stopped recording in the middle of something. And uh, I had to come back and uh, or muted the guest. Oh, that was Heidi last week, right? Or no, or Shannon, Shannon. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, animal events happen, and they can be noisy. And uh, we've mentioned that we swear several times. So here is your official warning: we swear a lot. We do. We mark the I mark the podcast explicit because we're not clean, but we're not you know dirty. Adult. Yes. Naughty. Okay, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that, okay. That sounds like Reverend Moore doing phone sex, and I'm not okay with that. Okay, yeah. So, hi, welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 190. Uh, we have a small number of letters this month. A very small number. Yes. Uh, Kevin is sad that you don't love us, people. Send us letters. No, I, 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 I love you. But, you know, February and coming into March has been a very busy time for a lot of people. It really has. You know, I mean, I know, um, for me, uh, we are approaching the end of the financial year, so there's a whole bunch of stuff going on because we're on a fiscal calendar, not a calendar calendar for sales and things like that. Uh, I know that, like, uh, Jacob started his second semester of his freshman year late January, and that's kept him really busy through February. I, I don't mind that people aren't sending letters i do have some personal correspondence uh that uh, a couple fans have sent in that i you know uh, don't necessarily need to share on air but uh, i love hearing from people even if it's not for that um like i'm due for my monthly check-in with dino yes i've yes, started sending dino an email every month um and i had an accident with my email today yes there was uh there was a a there were there was a little little stress. Yeah, so I decided I was going to try something new, like I do, um, relying on like with Google's Gmail's labels and this add-on for Apple Mail called Mail Tags, which I really like, and it was working for a while. And then I went and I changed another setting, and suddenly it's like I have to reread all of your mailboxes, and I'm like, okay. And as it was doing that mail was slowly stripping all of the labels off of my emails. So like my folder with uh, Productivity Alchemy letters was empty. All of my receipts were now scattered to the wind somewhere in my all-mail folder. Uh, all of your comments, um, all of, like it even archived everything in my inbox, and I'm like, time out. We're going to stop this right now. And so I've sort of been having to recover and remember what was in my inbox. And also, I um, I, I have to go through and basically rerun all the rules that don't uh, file things in one particular folder because that's my read later folder. And if that stuff's not in the read later folder, that's fine because it'll be, you know, 18,000 messages long and I'm 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 not down with that. So if I miss a comment or if um 
you sent me an email and it doesn't feel like it's being responded to, it may be because it got swept up in the great Kevin fucked up his email folders of 2021. This is an annual thing. I, I should just be used to it by now and, like, figure out a way to just, like, save all the metadata so I can just reload it later. But it is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of swearing, a lot of going through all of my Gmail filters one at a time and saying, yes, you know, edit the filter. Yes, the search is okay. Apply to all messages now. Apply. You had that blank look you get when you've realized that something has gone terribly wrong and the only thing that will fix it is a lot of fiddly manual stuff. And you are standing at the bottom of the mountain looking up and... Your emotions no longer show on your face because that would be too much effort and you're going to need it all. Yeah. 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 And that's so, so yeah. I've, I'm, so tonight when we sit down to watch our cozy English mystery, we're, we're up to, what are we on now? Uh, Shakespeare and Hathaway. Shakespeare and Hathaway. Yes. yes. Uh, and so I'm going to be having Shakespeare and Hathaway on the big screen and on my laptop screen I'm going to be clicking buttons to reapply all of my email filters and have it try to figure out where things go. Ah, the glamorous life of the sysadmin. Uh, yeah, I, I'm... And I'm constantly looking at ways to make my email more efficient. And this was an experiment to do that and so now... And then it shot me in the foot. This is why um, Kevin is a firm believer in if it's not broken, he can still make it better. And I am a firm believer if it is not broken, don't touch it, Kevin. So I don't uh, do this with your things. No, indeed you don't, and I, I, I appreciate don't, that. And, and if this had worked, I would have had a really cool thing to talk about with the mail tags, which I'm a big fan of, um, and also their automatic their their signature pro thing. No, I'll, I'll link those. It, it's just that, that, that this this represents two different philosophies right. of right. of function. Yes, uh, and I have managed to test similar things without completely fucking over my folder structure in the past. So you know, it happens. It happens. So yeah, that's that's where we're at with that uh, work. I have been writing. Like actual technical writing. And it is exhausting. And it's very rewarding. And I hit a point today where I realized that what I am doing is I'm writing everything in Google Docs, which is kind of where we do our collaborative stuff. And then I'm converting it to the format that we use for all of our documentation in our Git repository and cleaning it up and then submitting it for review. And I realized now that I'm, as part of my process, since I have to do document conversions, am I a real writer now? Um, you're, you're a tech writer. Okay, great. Like, that's, that's, it's not the same thing I do, not that mine is any more valuable than yours, but they're... <laughs> Like, you're not a novelist. You and, get paid better. Uh, and I could not do what you're doing. Uh, yeah, no. So, like, in a million years. Yeah. So, uh, for reference, know. I'm currently writing a release acceptance criteria policy and associated checklists and implementation plan. That should tell you right then and there what level I'm working on and why my brain has been melty after work melty. for the last couple of days. Yeah. 
like I've I've laid down like an amazing document. I'm really proud of it and I'm waiting for all the senior devs to start picking it apart. Well, um, that's what they're there for. Yeah, yeah. It's like dealing with a, a copy editor who thinks they're a tech writer and um <laughs> I don't know if this metaphor is holding up. It isn't. Or not, no, no. Yeah. Um I, I have been yeah. writing like yeah. reliably. I, I am making my word count. I am there was a point yesterday where since I had to go out early and do a bunch of errands and my meds kicked in while I was sitting at the park playing Pokemon, so instead of going to Target to get my meds, I sat there for an hour and read a Union Mule Skinner's Guide to Mules on Project Gutenberg, which, uh, yeah. And... <laughs> what? Well, I was wondering why it seemed to take extra long yesterday, and that just... Okay, everything makes sense now. Yeah, I... Yeah. I somebody linked it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, what's this? And clicked it, and then I started reading it, and then I finished reading it, and it was an hour and some change later. Um, fascinating uh, look at mule skinning. This is not actually skinning the mule. This is the people who keep the mules. And uh, it was very much of its time. And right. uh, So you know, should I link it in the show notes? No, you should not link it in the show notes. Oh, it's that, that much a product of its time, you're it's, saying? Yeah, but okay. uh, nevertheless... Uh, Interesting in a, a lot of um, things I had never previously contemplated about mule hooves, whether or not different colored mules are uh, are better at something. Apparently they aren't, except for the white ones. The white ones are terrible uh, because <laughs> their their skin is is uh, they they. Uh, Animals with white skin frequently they tend to burn, you know, things like that. So, oh yeah, uh, things like that. Uh, various diseases, including glanders. I had to look up glanders. Then I, I discovered humans could get glanders. Shouldn't link that either, should I? Uh, probably not. It's just WebMD, so everyone okay. will be convinced they have glanders, uh, which is a <laughs> zoonotic disease that equines get, but humans can catch it. So, aren't you happy? Uh, and ringbone, which humans can't get, but which is ossified growths on the outside of the hoof, and, or not the hoof, the bone above the hoof. Right, and, right. Uh, yeah. So uh, this man believed that uh, mules were sufficiently, but be- were a lot better than horses in many regards. But uh, you shouldn't have. Th- you should not uh, the 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 Union Army should not have bought any mule under three years of age. It was a total waste. <laughs> and he had a lot to say about that. And also that the army pack saddle for pack mules was terrible. And we should all be using the Mexican pack saddle, which cannot be improved upon. Okay. Yes. He had some, he had some opinions. He did, yes. Also, uh, A kindred spirit for you. Uh, minus the racism, perhaps. Uh, uh, yeah. It was it was in the casual of its time, not you know necessarily like the the diatribe kind. So, make what you will of that. But uh, and also, um, so yes, he was annoyed at how the army spent money. It spent it on the wrong mules, and also whoever had written the mule guide saying 
that mules could carry 800 pounds was out of their freaking mind. He didn't use those exact terms, but it came across very strongly. <laughs> and in fact, mules should never be, you know, expected to carry more than 200 to 150 pounds over long distances, depending on the size of the mule. And then there was a lot more like that. This was clearly a man who had a passion. I'm, I'm getting that, yes. And I, I love other people's passions. I admire them greatly. Uh, I actually wrote that line into a book not that long ago. Uh, and so it was very easy to spend an hour just, you know, reading this man's passion about mule kind and what the army was doing <laughs> wrong and, you know, why he invited people to come and uh, see, go over his mule mortality figures and things like that. So, yeah. Well, uh, I found our word for this week. Is it mule? Kind. Mule kind. Ah, uh, yes. And anyway... See, there you go. You don't even have to listen to the... If all you're interested in is the badge, you can stop now. And then, you're not going to um, stop now. And then, yeah, uh, and suddenly it was nearly noon, and I went to Target and got my meds and came back. <laughs> yeah. Much later than anticipated, and then it was like five, and I hadn't written anything, so I am hastily, you know, hammering it, it out words. No, because you had exhausted yourself dealing with all of that and Target at the same time. Uh, yes, Target was was a lot. Was Target, a lot. Yeah, yeah, shopping is always fraught. So it was after days. your nap. Yes. That you realized you had to write furiously. Yeah. So I'm hammering out words like before D and D, which I managed to do. I made my word count. Uh, lots of it was mule-related, I wish to point out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I realized that one, one, what one book needed clearly was conflict involving a mule. So, um, Didn't... There was already some of that in Paladin's Strength. Are we getting more mule? Uh, th this conflict? is a specific mule. In, oh. Uh, it, yes. That, I see. Uh, yeah. Okay. So... Anyway, tune in. More exciting writer life. But you also got some gardening in. Uh, yeah, today I I, uh, I made my word count. Mm -hmm. um, okay, now let's be fair. I got up early and then I blew all of that early morning time looking at fonts and pretending I was the sort of person who would use those fonts. Uh, and then your meds kicked in? No, the problem is my meds allow me to hyper-focus, so I just looked at more fonts, and then a book mock-up software, and then was like, oh my god, I need to change my entire advertising presentation of the world, which is easy to do, because I don't actually have one. And, uh, yeah, some of you uh, at home are feeling the font thing where they live, you know, the I could do a book that uses this font on the cover. I could be the sort of person who does inspirational quotes over photos and use this font. I could make wedding invitations for someone I don't like very much. If you become the person who puts inspirational quotes over inspirational photos, we're going to have a talk. Uh, what if they're chicken photos? It might be a different talk. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll use the, the little, the, you know, the, the sort of feminine handwriting swooshy, swooshy font and and over your chickens and say, live, cluck, love. I hate that font. <laughs> Every fucking planner page on Whoa. Etsy. 
Oh. Spare, like, three or four uses that fucking font for everything. And I'm like, I need it. There's a, about 1,100 fonts like that, actually. Yeah, I know, but it's still like, I just want a nice calendar page that gives me the calendar. But no, it's a calendar page. And then in the, the swooshy font in the corner is the month. And the swooshy font is the days of the week. And the part that says to do. And then there's a swooshy font inspirational quote. And I just want a plain calendar, people. Is that too much to ask? A plain fucking calendar spread across two pages, just the full thing. And then I'm like, all right, fine. I'll find... Sans serif. I found one. I'll take a serif font. I don't care. As long um, as it's not swooshy. As long as it's not the, the swooshy thing. And then I'm like, all right, let's find a weekly page. And then it's, you know, right there at the top, you know, weekly goals or whatever in the swooshy font. And it's the swooshy font. It's the swoosh. Everywhere's this fucking swooshy font. And I am sick to death of it. So we will not be overlaying the swooshy font on your chickens saying imagine or dream or follow your star then. I fucking hate you <laughs> for even putting that thought in my head. <laughs> I we, we we could do it with foil effects. Oh, 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 God! You're evil! You're evil! Evil! <laughs> Little floral motifs. No, no, no! Come on, can't you see the large rooster telling people to imagine? Lord Rooster's facial expressions, I mean, you know, as chickens have facial expressions, are never like imagine or dream. They're, if you get closer, mammal, I'll cut you. Lord just pretty much has one expression, which is I'll cut you or someone else cut me and now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And, and it's like, you know, Buffy and Becky are always sort of entitled white woman looking. Yeah. If you happen to be an entitled white woman, take that as your warning. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, um, and then the leg bars switch between constantly surprised and downright, I hate everyone. It's so, true yeah. that, that chickens are perhaps not the, you know, well, anyway, we'll talk. There's, there's, a, there's probably a market for it. I mean, I have my fancy chicken catalog over here, but that's just like a simple picture of a chicken. See, untapped market. And no, but I don't... Chicken and swooshy fonts. All right, look, we'll talk about the font selection, but as far as I'm concerned, no swooshy fonts, no papyrus. Uh, No, of course not papyrus. Bleeding cowboys is also off the table. Off the table. No bleeding cowboys either. Swooshy. Yeah. Look, you can't say imagine in bleeding cowboys, all right? No. You can and the say, only time you can say in papyrus is if you're doing a slideshow for a church. You know, it occurs to me if, it, if we could just get like, like, Lords just sort of in mid run, we could use bleeding cowboys for yippee kaye, motherfucker. Uh, we'll find something else. I bleeding cowboys has has, yeah. Yeah, it has, the I'll, shark has jumped to it. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you the horror of the Etsy swooshy font planner pages. Yeah, you find me an Etsy bleeding cowboys planner page, then I'll be impressed. Actually, so would I. I would be. I would love that kind of variety. The an Etsy planner page in Doom, like Doom <laughs> or Quake font. 
Anyway. Anyway. We have questions. Um, well, you probably have a lot well, of questions. They have questions. <laughs> yes. We have comments on those questions. Honestly, um, we have lots of questions, too. With so many questions. So, yeah. Um, we'll come back and answer your questions very shortly after this, perhaps in swooshy font. No. We are back. It occurred to me during the break, because I had to walk the dog, that you know what I could deal with? I, I could go for like plant pages, sort of in the style of, uh, I personally think of the style of Soviet propaganda posters. You know the, the style I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, like, like that and those fonts. I think that would be interesting. Okay, I'm being surrounded by cats, uh, which is prone going to be prone to interruption i suspect so let's get on with this um so the first one i have today is from Corey, and it is on the comment where we were talking about your book releases the comment is if ursula publishing a, is publishing a how to write book of sorts i'll buy one i love it when authors write on their processes there's always something to learn from them so, yeah. Okay, so there, another vote for your uh, How to Write a Book book. Yay! Yes. Someday. And then, um, yeah, I was I was aware of this, and I know I apologized for it once, but but just to be said, uh, from Cavi Heard, just a quick heads up of a possible eek. When you read the name of Twin Rabbits episode, you said Stolen Archery. Fortun uh, fortunately, it's corrected in the show notes as Stolen Anarchy. Oops. But especially given the context and the content, it might be worth airing a correction on that. And I believe I did say something about that, but I'll say it again. Um, otherwise, excellent episode. As always, in God's that I need a letter show this week. So thank you, as always. Um, wish we had more letters this week. Uh, so I could give you a bigger and, and better letters show. Um, and then uh, the last letter I have handy that I could find in the great email recovery for today uh, is from Star. And uh, so I'm way behind since not in a car as much, aren't we all? Uh, but listening to episode 159 today, appraisal done by a bank to determine the value of a home based on when built, size, materials, and comparable sales is a very different beast than an inspection, checking age and function of the major systems, looking for any damage, items that will need repair, and any code violations. There's also a uh, homeowner's association report if the property is in a homeowner's association, HOA, which will show any outstanding violations that are required to be fixed. And there are optional inspections, roof, insect, termite, radon, um, uh, platting the physical survey of property lines. Yeah, we've been through a lot of those, uh, especially with um, with the purchase of Dog Skull and the, whoops, um, we did not have an inspection when we refinanced the house. We certainly had an appraisal um, because we already owned the house. And so we already know what's wrong with it. 
I don't know what's likely to go wrong with it because it is a 20-year-old house, but first up, so at least I'm not inheriting anyone else's problems. Right? Right. Yeah, it, you get brand new problems that yes, no one else has fixed yes, yet. Yes, yes. We're working on it. We're Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Um, But you did get uh, sort of an appraisal done for Dog Skull. Uh... Not really an appraisal because it was. Well, was you had, you land. did have to have a new property survey, though. Yeah, I had I had to have a survey, which which kicked up some drama because when it was divided out, apparently, uh, the the land I was buying on the survey lines, I had a large chunk of one of the neighbors' yards. Yes, and uh, she was pretty miffed that that and i was like i don't want your yard i'm really sorry this is just what they she's like no i'm not blaming you i'm like look how about we just continue on the way we have and you own everything from the driveway over and if one of us is going to sell we'll worry about putting it in writing then and uh that's been fine but uh yeah yes yeah so um i do have one other email that I have to find because it got lost in the shuffle uh, that was asking if I would like to have them on as a guest because they are dealing with the after effects of having dealt with someone in long-term care. Mm, yeah. And I would love to hear about that. And I will be sending you an email response as soon as, soon as I you find, find your email. email. And yeah. Uh, I also got some lovely notes um, from... Or a lovely note from uh, Karen Edie, the marshmallow lady, about how much she misses uh, Kevin and Ursula eat cheap. And that was something that Liz was talking about as well yesterday. So we may have to torture ourselves again soon. Sorry. Um, that's it. That's all I got right now. Um, if When I find the others, I'll move them off to the next letter show. Um, but, yeah. Uh, thank you to... Uh, Corey, Cavi, Heard, and Star for writing in. I love hearing from everybody. You can send your letters either directly to me, Kevin at Sunny.com, or through the comment form uh, on ProductivityAlchemy.com, or just comment on an episode. It shows up in my inbox, and I love reading them, and I love seeing the discussion, and I do occasionally respond in the comments with, oh God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, let me fix that. So yeah, that's that's it for this month. Um, hound, you're you're so up in my grill again. Yes. Right, well, hi, hound. Yes, we're going to take a quick beautiful. break to let hound get in Ursula's grill, and then we'll be right back do, after. Do we, do, we, do we have to do that during the break? Yeah, nah. We'll figure something out. Oh. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. And we are back. Uh, first and foremost, 
I want to thank Corey and Kavi Heard and Star for writing in. Uh, I always enjoy getting letters, and like I said, you can write in, and I will certainly be reading them. Um, and as we said in the first part of the show, our word for this week is mule kind, all one word. And you can take that to productivityalchemy.com, put it into the badge code block, and get a badge. Uh, there are a couple of people who have reported having duplicate badges and a couple other oddness things I'm still tracking and tracing down. So hopefully I can get that sorted before too long. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, there's one other thing I want to mention this week that I hadn't mentioned uh, in the first part of the show, and that is I have fallen into the dangerous hole. Oh, no. I colored it. I, I, I ordered a special color ink and then inked a fountain pen and have been using it. And now I have to be very careful because first it's it's two colors and then it's four colors and then it's eight colors. And then you have shelves on your wall specifically just for ink bottles. It's a dark road, man. It really is. But I couldn't resist because it is the uh, the writer's blood ink. Well, it goes with the writer's tears whiskey. Right. Uh and it is it is a deep dark red. I need to find better paper because the paper I typically use to write on it shows up more black unless it's in the right light. So it's yeah. Um but I'm I'm doing my best not to not to fall into the trap of well, now that you've got one ink one pen with one ink and another pen with another ink that you need three more pens and three more inks because that would be that would be terrible and expensive and uh, everybody on the one fountain pen forum I'm on started chanting one of us one of us when I said I broke down and got that ink so um yeah so that's it for this week uh our charity for this week is Native Seed Search. Ursula, tell us about Native yes, Seed Search. Uh, we've listed them before, and they are uh, a great charity working out of the Southwest. I just thought we should re-mention them because it is getting into spring. People are ordering seeds. Uh, you may have noticed if you're ordering seeds, a lot of places are sold out. That's because for the second time year in a row, pandemic gardening, uh, there's been a massive run on mm -hmm. seeds basically across the board. So yeah, just, um, order early, order often. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> native seed search, they have some great stuff. They're doing great work uh, with uh, preserving uh, heirloom and indigenous varieties and giving away seeds to uh, indigenous peoples who are trying to start uh, food gardens, stuff like that. So they do awesome work. Check them out oh, yeah. online. They do great work. Yes. They really do. Um, and the vegetables we get from them are so good. Yes, the, the so veggies tasty. we have grown are, are frequently yes. fabulous. Yeah, I was uh, reading a comment about someone who had done the star anise tomato. Star anise tomato. Or, yes, so it's a. It looks like a normal, unassuming tomato, but when you slice it, it has a white star in the center. Interesting. Yes. Um, so, or maybe it's just the anise tomato. It doesn't have an anise flavor. No, no, that would be horrible. Yeah, that would be terrible. Um, 
But yeah, so hey, thank you all for listening, and thank you for sending in your letters, and I realize shorter episode this week, but that's okay. Uh, it makes up for what, when I was talking to Heidi, and it went for like two hours, <laughs> and I've got the six pages of notes uh, that I took when I talked to Sigrid coming up in a couple weeks. Um, a lot of good episodes coming up. I've got uh, a Fleen Guy next week. Um, L. Dowd, who is doing some amazing work in Chicago coming up. Um, and of course, Sigrid Ellis uh, in the middle of April. So I'm looking forward to sharing all of those with you. And, you know, in the meantime, enjoy your spring. Stay masked up. Get your, you know, if you can get your, your uh, immunization, your, your COVID shot, get your COVID shots. And uh, otherwise, just do your best to... Um, Stay as productive as you can. No snarky comment this week? No. Uh, uh, sorry, I was just about to start arguing on the internet again. Okay, well then we'll just let you do that, because that's how you stay productive. It's true.